1: Yeah. I used to be careful about the ones I would turn to, turn to, yeah. and learn if you stay around fire, it will burn you. Burn you. Yeah. I did it all alone, I said I did it all alone. And even though I was on my own, I still landed in my zone. Back then, I on the road back then I would never answer phones. back then I would good
2: morning happy Saturday welcome back it's the weekend grind podcast brought to you by rotor grinders we got the weekend grind crew here as usual I'm Josh sir Giant, as always with my co-host mr. chalk the man Goat. You guys know him, Travis Mangone. Travis, how you doing today, man?
3: Good, man, good. Just uh, a little tired, but uh, just grinding away, man. Grinding away and uh, excited for NFL, right? This is probably like the best weekend. Uh, again, like we don't have much left of this, so I, uh, you know, I kind of hold on to it as long as I can. I think i said it the last uh, three, four weeks. So, uh, yeah, like this is like the best week. Uh, you know, the games are just really good. Excited to watch them. Uh, so, yeah, just getting pumped for that. And, of course, we got NBA on the side, too, to, uh, you know, get our, get our fix on and uh, just enjoy.
2: Yeah, for sure. Just got to give you some props. You know, our boy Travis here, top 10 finish in the monster last night. He's absolutely been crushing this NBA season, so make sure you listen carefully when Travis speaks. He's got a, a really good knack for NBA DFS especially. Um, Travis has also uh, written the grind down for today. We're going to be covering the four-game main slate for you guys today. But if you want to play that early slate, make sure you check out Travis Mangone's grind down on the main Roto-Grinders page. You can check it out over there. Breaks it down, gives you all his thoughts and insights, elite plays, all that good stuff. But uh, go ahead, and give us both a follow on Twitter. You can follow me at Real Joshua Giant. You can follow Travis at Travis Mangone. That's at Travis M A N G O N E. We're really happy to be here with you guys. And guess what? As of January twenty eighth, Travis will be back to two days. Right? We'll be back
3: doing the full weekend for everyone. Yeah, man, back on back on the full weekend grind. So that'll be a good time. We'll, we'll bring that back and uh, Saturdays and Sundays. And you know that obviously would be once the NFL is all kind of gone and whatnot. And then we'll uh, you know NBA really just ramps up. Yeah, speaking of
2: NBA, NFL, make sure you go ahead and check out the content we have on Roto-Grinders for today's slate, if you're playing that slate too. Plenty of content, plenty of DFS to play today, but uh, without further ado, let's get into the slate. We've got a nice, short, shallow four-game NBA slate today, and we're going to hop right into it here. We've got the Brooklyn Nets in Washington against the Wizards. 215.5 is the game total, and the Wizards are a home favorite 10-point spread here, so Bevy favorite here for the Wizards. Uh Travis,
3: what's your take here on this game? Yeah, so this is a great game for sure on this slate. Definitely one I like. Nets Wizards. Problem is uh, both these teams are on a back-to-back, right? So I'm slightly, like slightly concerned. Not not totally, but I'm definitely slightly concerned a little bit about a Nets team trying to keep this game close. The good thing is, hey, the Wizards just had a game too. So that obviously hopefully help us out a little bit. Second highest total on the slate, obviously not the, uh, you know, Warriors Raptors type total, but it's, uh you know, 215.5 second highest have to like, like, and get some exposure. So Brooklyn Nets side of the ball, I'll talk about that a little bit. So Spencer Dinwiddie, maybe I'm biased now because he, he helped me out have a pretty nice night yesterday. So uh, yeah, I like Spencer Dinwiddie a little bit, but I do worry, right? It's a four game slate. So, and I'm only playing tournaments. I don't, I don't think I'm playing cash today. Uh, so looking at Spencer Dimwitty, it's like, if there's ownership on Spencer Dimwitty, do I want a Spencer Dimwitty, uh, on the second half of a back-to-back against John Wall? I don't know, probably not, but again, the usage that he's seeing, it's like one of those things I'm going back and forth on him. So he's in my, he's in consideration for me. Uh, again, not a guy I'm just like all in on yet or anything, but, uh, after the good night, I kind of want to go back to him, obviously. And just the usage that he's seeing has been very good. So I don't mind him. I think Ronnie Hollis Jefferson's a really good play. Just promise. He's really got a wide range of outcomes. So you have to be able to embrace that kind of risk with him, but this could be a really good spot with him. Uh, attacking the forwards on the Wizards makes some sense. So I like him here. Alan Crabb, too. If you need a little cheap guy, I don't mind him. Uh, but Demari Carroll's the cheap guy I like the most. Uh, He's uh he's the guy you really want to target I think here you know we know the Wizards struggle with uh with wings and he's 4.6k and uh 5k around the industry I mean this is a great price tag on him good cheap way to get exposure so I like him the most don't mess with these centers though unnecessary they just like play them like in the teens only and that's about it so that's kind of how I'm approaching the Nets Josh what about you Uh, again I think it's a team that uh is a is a good one to target but not one I want to go crazy on I want to just kind of mix a couple of these guys in here and there
2: yeah exactly you know kind of the same take for me. Think Carroll's still a little bit cheap. coming back from the injury. I wouldn't fault you if you want to target him for some cheap tournament exposure. It helps you get the guys you want to get. Uh, Crab, as you mentioned, I think that he is definitely in play. But Dinwiddie's probably my favorite play on the Nets for this slate. Um, if I was going to like really target two guys who I think are squarely in play here, it's going to be Dinwiddie and Crab, and that's about it for me. Um, you, you, I guess we're about on the same page here, right? With
3: Dinwiddie and Crab. Uh, yeah, pretty pretty similar. Well, I think he's, I think he's better than Crab, right? I worry about Crab a little bit here. I think Dimwitty just like the usage that he sees and he can do a lot more. Uh, so I'm not as big on Crab today. I'd rather just go like a Damari Carroll. Uh, I, so it's kind of like for me, I don't know. It's it's tough because I really don't know what Dimwitty's ownership is going to be, Josh. I really think that's critical because if a lot of people are going to be on him, there's reasons to fade him because he can have a low floor at times. The second half of back to back. So again. Uh, I really need to know what his ownership is, but I don't like Crab a lot. I'm not really beyond him. I don't
2: think. Well, Dinwiddie, they faced each other two times this season: uh, the Nets and, and the Wizards. And in those two matchups, uh, Dinwiddie's averaging thirty-five and a half DraftKings points in twenty-seven minutes, and he's been playing well over that twenty-seven minute mark. So, uh, averaging over a fancy point per minute in this matchup, I think that he's certainly in play for sure. Uh, if we look at Crab stats in the same matchup, two games against the Wizards this season, averaging twenty-four. Point six DraftKings points and thirty one point six minutes, so averaging a little under a fantasy point per minute there. I think I'd go with Dinwiddie over Crab for sure. I agree with you on that. Uh, anyone else here on, on the Nets you want to mention?
3: Uh, no, yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, yeah, don't don't really need to. I don't love the Nets as much today as I think, but again, it's a team. It's a four game slate, man. It's such a small slate, but uh, it's not a team. I'm not going to go crazy on, but I think you want to mix in a, a guy here and there.
2: Yeah, for sure. All right, so let's look at the Wizards. Uh, Any interest here? I feel like uh, John Wall is a guy that I'm supposed to be targeting against the Nets. Um, I feel like he's a guy I want to target hard. And I also feel like we might get some value out of a guy like Gortat today going against a team like the Nets, who ranked 28th in the league at defending opposing centers. And Gortat, you know, struggled their first two meetings because he wasn't really playing many minutes, but now he's getting over that 20 minute mark again and pretty cheap around the industry. So maybe for a cheap center play on a short slate. But uh, what do you think, Travis?
3: Any John Wall for you today? Yeah, so I haven't done a lot of building, right? That's kind of one of the issues I've ran into. I haven't really built a lot of lineups yet. Uh, Just been busy writing and kind of looking at the games. So, like, if I have the money, of course I want John Wall, right? Like, it just makes a ton of sense. There's a lot of value, though, right? At the point guard position, we'll talk about it once we get to the Raptors if Kyle Lowry sits, but um, I-, I think a lot of people are going to be on John Wall. It's the Brooklyn Nets. There's reasons to like that. 112.75 teams total. I think he's a great option. I think he's safe. I think he has some upside, but, you know, say the closer and closer we get to lock, and say we hear, like, you know, we get news on Steph Curry 30 minutes up until lock that he's in once we get that news, like man, I could have a lot of interest in maybe like Steph Curry over him in tournaments, right? Because the ownership will be uh, a lot depressed. So I, I, I like John Wall, uh, elite play for me for sure. I think he's a good option. Uh, Bradley Beal too, same exact for him. I think he's a great play. like him more on DraftKings than uh, FanDuel. I mean, FanDuel, 8.7K, starting to get a little up there. 8.1K in DraftKings is still good enough. Uh, again, I think he's fine on FanDuel. And yeah, we always play two shooting guards right over there. It, it, I get it. Like a good play, elite play, great matchup for him. Don't love Porter. He's been struggling recently. I don't think I'll take a shot on him. I'd rather take a shot on Marquise Morris. Uh, he's been really good recently. like him at his price tag and still think there's a lot of upside there at that price. So I like him. And then Marcusine Gorta I know he's been really good recently, but, uh, you know, all the second half of back-to-back, I don't know. I don't think this is really going to be the spot for Gortat. I don't think he's going to get the minutes. I think this game could easily go very small. So, eh, I-, I get it. He's like a cheap... Feel safe center option, but we know how Gortat can be at times. And I think there's other. Uh, I think there's other centers I I like instead. So uh, yeah, I don't know. The Wizards. Th- we obviously want to get exposure room. It's the Brooklyn Nets. They are a uh, you know they're they're a DFS uh, you know goldmine in a way. Uh, not like the Suns have been, but almost there. And uh, there's there's guys you're going to want to be an exposure to on the Wizards side.
2: Yeah, for sure. All right, with that, you know, you mentioned an injury uh, news that we're going to be waiting on from this next game that we'll be covering here. We've got the Golden State Warriors in Toronto against the Raptors. We are waiting on that Steph Curry news, and that's going to make a huge difference. I haven't seen uh, a solid line here. Um, So right now, what I'm looking at is a 225 game total and and 3.5 spread in favor of Golden State. Now, Toronto absolutely ran LeBron James and the Cavaliers out of the building a few nights ago. Uh, Toronto just just playing hot, man. And uh, this is a spot where Uh, They really need to step up and and show, like, you know, hey, like, this isn't, you know, it's not that the Cavs are terrible, it's that we're really good. So Vegas expecting them to keep this game close. We're probably going to see some line movement if Curry decides to play. So keep an eye on that. But, um, yeah, I think there's plenty to like here, Travis. Uh, Where are we looking? I think this might be, for me, uh, the game stackable game of this short slate. Uh,
3: Yeah, I mean, it's a great game, obviously, Uh, Josh. And I think the Cavs are actually terrible. Like, I don't know. I'm like, I— Sometimes I feel like it, uh, you know, it happens uh, faster than you think, right, type of thing. And I don't know, man, that team is looking to struggle. I know we always say we're, like, falling on the excuse of, yeah, like, the LeBron, and then they'll figure it out. They'll get it done. But, like, I feel like we make this excuse every year, and eventually it's going to, you know, not happen, right? One of the years, is not going to. I feel like this might be the year now at this point. I think LeBron's leaving town anyway, so uh, yeah, we'll see, though. Uh, definitely definitely interesting, and I wish Kyle Lowry was playing this game because like, just from like a real-life basketball perspective, if Lowry was in, this would be a lot of fun. Uh, this game would be great to watch. Probably wouldn't really watch it, though, because I'd be watching football, but uh, yeah, I, I think it'd be a good one for sure. Steph Curry, I love him today. I just think the ownership is not going to be there, and if there is no Kyle Lowry, like, who's going to cover him? Uh, DeLon Wright and uh, Fred Van Fleet? No way. Steph Curry in twenty five minutes against the Mavericks, coming off an injury, put up thirty eight real life points. I mean, he could have a massive game. Again, we don't know much about that injury, and it's something I'm kind of kind of hope to find some news on Twitter about, but don't know if I'm going to get much on that. And I'm curious if I can get like more information on like the severity of it leading up to like basically just seeing if Steve Kerr says like how he feels. Uh, essentially, you know. Uh, if he doesn't feel so great, like, you know, looking at the, you know, Twitter basically and seeing if they say, oh, he's okay, um, I'll, I'll play him, right? I'll play him if I know he's going to be like for sure good. But if I hear he's like, eh, the ankle's okay, and he's just going to give it a go, like, then I get a little slightly concerned. But I think it's a really interesting tournament, So sorry for my long winded rant about that. Uh, Clay Thompson, he draws a good matchup on paper, right? Shooting guard position. Uh, Raptors are ranked. 19th against them so it seems like a fine spot but they're ranked fourth against covering the three-point line like it just doesn't seem like a good clay thompson spot i know the price looks appealing it's like uh dangling a carrot in front of your face and it's like ooh, you should roster him here but i'm not going to uh durant right that's the other interesting guy because uh you know we have all this money to spend it feels like uh i feel like there's not like studs that you definitely want to jam in so it's kind of like what do you do with this uh with this option Small forward is kind of weak today. So I want to say like FanDuel, I understand maybe paying up from a raw points perspective on him. But again, I don't love him here in this spot. I mean, Raptors are pretty good at, uh, defending the small forward position. And even when Curry was out, Durant was kind of struggling a little bit. I mean, he wasn't smashing like we were expecting. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't love Durant here. I like Draymond Green more. I think this could be a really good spot for him. I could see this game going small, seeing a run a lot at the five with Draymond Green. And I could just see this being a game where Draymond really has a pretty solid game. Again, I know he's been dealing with that, uh, issue with the elbow and whatnot, and he hasn't been shooting well. That's kind of definitely one of my concerns, but, uh, I could see him crushing on the peripheral side if he can just make a couple shots here and there. But again, I really think it's Curry for me. Curry's the guy that I want, and I'm hoping he plays because then I think I he's a really good tournament option.
2: If Curry doesn't play, do you just you load up on Durant or what do you do here?
3: Yeah, I think that's it, right? Like that's I think you just play Durant then. That's kind of the what I keep thinking through. I'm like, well, if Curry doesn't play, I feel like I'm forced on Durant. Again, we don't love like I don't love the small forward position, Josh. Like on, on DraftKings, it's different, right? It's pretty positionless, but like on FanDuel, I'll just read you the small forwards, right? Uh, Kevin Durant, then we got Kawhi Leonard, who, you know, is 9,500 and is questionable against you know the nuggets who knows how many minutes will play right with Popovich I'm sure we'll get the news in time but uh, it doesn't seem like it's promising then we got Otto Porter 7100 Alan Crabb 5400 Denzel Valentine 5200 Kyle Anderson 5100 uh, Wilson Chandler DeMarco like these are not great small forwards and like on a site like Vandal where you have to roster two small forwards right like it's not like oh there'll only be one small forward on the winning team no there will be two small forwards I can not a hot take here there will be two small forwards on the winning team so on FanDuel it's more of a conversation where I feel like you're forced to kind of jam him in especially if Curry's out like I just don't see how you don't right like LeBron the other day on that Thursday night slate uh he had 38 fantasy points but he was still on the winning team of all uh on that three game slate he was still on the winning team even though he had 38 fantasy points because just from a raw points perspective and how bad the small forward position was you had to have LeBron so that could happen with Durant here. Uh, easily could happen. It's one of those things we have to see, kind of wait and see how the slate plays out. And uh, I kind of wish I would have been able to build a couple more teams uh, b- before doing this. But again, was writing, some, writing the grind down and whatnot. But uh, yeah, so basically, if, uh, you know, long-winded answer, but I do this a lot. Uh, if Curry is out, I really think you have to play Durant. On FanDuel, even if Curry is uh, in, I do think it's, uh, you might have to play Durant just because of, the way the position is, so I don't know. What do you think, Josh?
2: Yeah, I think if uh, if Curry's in, uh, I probably try to find a way to not play Durant, but um, but like you said, from a raw points and and positional um, position, like on on FanDuel, where it's very shallow at that position, you kind of just got to take the raw points. So uh, when we get deeper down the line with the news and we start really working on roster construction, we could kind of figure that out, but. Um, if, if Curry's out, I do like Draymond Green too, as you mentioned. I think he's a good play, and I do think that he gets a lot of a time going small at the five, as you mentioned, which flips me to the, the Raptors side of the ball. I do like Abaka a lot in this matchup because if we do see them running out two small lineups, like you said, Abaca is going to be uh, playing a lot of a lot of time at the five and, and getting a lot of time on the court, and you know, minute sequel money in, in NBA DFS in these kinds of situations. So. Uh, Baca definitely pops off at the list for me just for the fact that I think he gets extended run at playing the five in this matchup going small. I do like him. If Lowry's out, um, you know, we're going to have to go back to uh, to right. I think that his price, there's still meat on the bone there at that price. I don't think that price is out of control yet to where it's risen. Um, maybe some DeRozan. Uh, if Curry's in, I would like DeRozan a lot more. I just want to say that because uh, these kind of guys ha- have a, you know this kind of – um, feud going on, these jump shooters like Curry and DeRozan and I think that uh you know, they'll just try to like go back and forth in the shootout type of type of pace of a game. So if Curry's in, I'll like DeRozan a lot more. If Curry's out, uh, then it's just gonna be a baca and right for me. Uh if Lowry's out as well. And if Lowry is out then you know C J Miles will maybe get some extended run too and of course Van Vliet. But uh let me hear your take, Travis. What are you looking at on the rafter side of the ball?
3: Yeah. So, uh, man, if Kyle Lowry is out, like definitely in all of a lot of these Raptors, I'm going there under the assumption that he's out. I kind of do this at the start of the day. Uh, you know, obviously I play through all the scenarios, but I'll be like, I'm building my lineups based on this guy being out. So I'm building it based on Lowry being out at this point. I think he's going to, uh, you know, he did some light work, uh, you know, shooting on Friday. Uh, so maybe he plays, but I would not play him at that price. Even if he plays, if he doesn't play, gonna love DeMar Rosen, right? Going to be an elite player. I know he hasn't really uh, gotten it done the last couple of games, but uh, he definitely has a ton of upside, just the usage he sees. This is a 40% usage and a 1.41 fantasy points per minute. I mean, this is a great spot for DeRozan. Have to like him here. Also have to like the value in DeLon Wright and Fred Van Vliet. I sort of feel like Van Vliet has the better value because he's just cheaper, right? Uh, obviously, that you know, just can, you know, you know 6x, 7x his salary a lot faster than DeLon Wright can. I think DeLon Wright is more of the safe play and Fred Van, Van Vliet is more of the upside guy, which has a little bit of a risk because he can bust uh, more so, I feel like, than Wright in the spot. So, yeah, I like those two guys. I think they're both elite value plays. I love DeRozan too, like I said. And then even Ibaka, I think he's a really good play. The price is going up, though, right? Now that he's above 6 uh, a little concerned... You know, he could definitely not pay off the price uh, like like he like he was. I preferred him more when he was in, like, the high 5Ks and, like, mid 5Ks. So, I don't know. I'm not in love with Ibaka here, but I think he's a fine play. I think he's a good one. I think Jonas Valanciunas will get ran off the court, not really worried about him. I believe he averages, like, 8 points and 6 rebounds in, like, the 8 games he's played against Draymond Green and only played, like, 20 minutes. I looked that up. And it just doesn't seem like, you know. On paper, when you think about it, or when, well, you know, Jonas Valanciunas is just going to get run off the floor. Like it just makes a ton of sense. So I'm not going to play him and I'm not going to mess with like CJ Miles and OG Anubi. I don't think we need to on this slate. I think there's uh, I think there's some good routes where we can go already that we don't have to dive around and mess around with that type of value.
2: Yeah. So obviously the key news is going to be
3: Larry in this situation, right? Yeah, hundred percent. It's going to be very valuable to find out. And I think it's gonna be re- we're not going to find out to really close to lock. So yeah, just uh you know, keep an eye on that. Maybe it'll give you a nice little edge if you uh, can catch that news that others can't. Yeah, Curry and Larry, keep an eye on those
2: on those uh two. So all right, third game of the slate here. We've got Detroit Pistons in Chicago against the Bulls. 208 is the game total. Bulls are a one-point home favorite, expected to be close. The big news in this game, Zach Levine is coming back, Travis. Now he's capped at twenty minutes, but he will be starting, and he's four point four K. On DraftKings, super cheap over there, and over on FanDuel, we're gonna get him for 4.4k as well. So, um, you know, do you take Zach Levine at 4.4k for 20 minutes here, or do you just you pass? Or like, it's gonna affect other guys on the court too. We just don't know how because we haven't seen him play with this team yet. So, um, what do we do here, Travis?
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm not playing Zach Levine here. Like it just, I mean, guy capped on 20 minutes, not necessary. I get the prices cheap, but I'm fine. I'm not playing him. It just, he's going to really eat into these other guys. Right. Like, and it's going to be like, I really want to take the wait and see approach, but again, this is a game that I kind of sort of like, like only a one point difference. Uh, You know, it's 208.5 team total. I, I think it's an interesting spot, especially for a game stack. I think it's a good spot for overtime for sure. But, I don't know. I'm really not so interested in the whole Zach Levine, even those guards now. Like, I think Chris Dunn's price is really cheap, where I still think I'll be able to play him too. But I don't know, like the Justin Holidays. I'm worried about Denzel Valentine, who's been really good recently. I, I thought that this would be a good spot for him. And then what about those forwards, right? Again, they're, they're going to get their minutes, right? The, Zach Levine's not going to eat into those forward minutes, but will it eat into the usage? Will it eat into the shot attempts? Uh, yeah, it probably will. So I'm definitely slightly concerned about that. Um, for sure on the bull side of the ball. The one thing I was going to say, uh, and I'm pulling it up now because I'm, you know, Josh, we've done this long enough where you kind of like remember things that happen uh, in DFS. I believe Robin Lopez, I believe he dominates. Uh, he's dominated Brooke Lopez or not. But Lopez. was uh, a uh, Andre Drummond in the past? He, right? ha- he
2: has, you're not wrong. He has the numbers. are very Yeah. Good.
3: So, yeah. So like one of these games is a 26 and 16 game, uh, you know, 18 and four, uh, fourteen and six. Let's see, eight and eight. Eh, I mean, twenty-one and nine with two assists. I mean, he's had some good games. You're right? saying, you're uh, saying,
2: eh, Travis? But he's forty-five hundred.
3: I know, of course, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not trying to, uh, I'm not trying to overreact too, right? I, I just remember him having, uh, you know, a couple games. He seems like he had a couple decent games. So just trying to remember uh, from off the top of my head and wanted to pull that up. But yeah, I, I think he's a. If you need a, if you need a punt in uh, in tournaments at the center position. I don't hate it, right? I think it's a fine route to go. He's really cheap. And if you need, like I said, if you need a tournament punt and it makes everything else work, I think it's like the cheap, like if I had to pick a cheap center, I think that's the guy I would go. So
2: I, I love Rolo on FanDuel today because I don't like any of these yeah. other centers.
3: Okay. Yeah. So that, that's interesting. So why don't you like uh, Andre Drummond, right? Well, I, I get why you don't like Jokic, but what? You know why don't you like Drummond here? I mean, just this—this this is not the same Drummond. I feel like you just have a bias against Drummond. But again, it's not—it isn't an easy matchup, right? The Bulls are, you know, better against centers and whatnot.
2: Yeah, no, it's not just that, Travis. It's also the fact that um, I want to pay up for Durant. You know, I want to pay up for Curry if he plays. I want to pay up, um, you know, for for some other players here that I feel like I'm going to run out of cap. Uh, I know that there's not a lot of pay-up options, but there's enough to where, you know, if, if Lowry's out, I want to try to get DeRozan in there, right? So, um, you know, th- there's there's certain places here where uh, if I could make it work, I guess I could try. But I just, I don't know. I don't like paying, you know, I don't like paying up huge for, for Drummond in a spot where, you know, first of all, against a team that um, I don't think he's traditionally dominated Rolo, right? It's been Rolo putting up the games against Drummond. So there's obviously, um, an issue yeah. There. I mean,
3: yeah. Drummond hasn't dominated, but again, I, I do think this is. A little, I mean, he's had a couple. Like he had a seventeen and thirteen game. Uh, you know, sixteen and seventeen game. I mean, he's had some good games, but again, this is. Yeah, it's it's tough. I I do think that the roster construction leans to me wanting to pay down at center, and I think Rolo's a really interesting play. And I'm hoping people don't get on him, and I could have him like low owned in tournaments for a four game slate. You know, obviously, you know it's a four game slate, so every, a lot of people are going to have ownership, but you know, low for basically it being four game slate. That's what I'm hoping.
2: Yeah, I'm fine passing on Drummond here. Uh, I just uh, I know you know the Bulls do give up a ton of rebounds and whatnot, but um, I'm just not going to chase him too hard. I I I mean, just point per dollar wise, I think Rolo is probably my favorite center on Fanduel. Where I have to pick a center, but we'll see as construction goes. Um, yeah, I, I, I think mean, I
3: think that's where I'm going to land too in tournaments. I really yeah. do, but uh, we'll have to see. I, it's good to hear that we're on the same uh, you know same uh, track, but hopefully not everyone else is. So then we can get at least a little. I'm not trying to get like a 40 percent owned Robin Lopez here, Chuck.
2: right? Like if they were the same price, obviously you're going with Drummond. But I'm saying the guy's half the price. You know what I mean? So have less than half the price of. Uh, of Drummond here. So, um, but, but yeah, uh, you said you're not going to touch Levine. How about Meritich? I feel like Meritich is an interesting conversation here on the slate.
3: I just, I do think Levine's going to eat into some of that usage of these power forwards, So I am slightly concerned, right? Like, and it's kind of a roulette wheel. Like it's like, spin the wheel. Is it Portis? Is it marketing? Is it uh Meritage? I just never know. So, uh, I don't know. I just, it doesn't feel like a nice spot for me to be, uh, Messing around with, I get it, though, right? Miritich has upside. He could obviously do it here, but eh, I don't know. He's coming off that illness. So I'd probably stay away with him coming off the illness. I know he's going to play, but still. I don't. coming off an illness and whatnot.
2: Yeah, it's just a stomach flu. I mean, he'll be all right. Hopefully he doesn't like, catch the runs while he's on the court. Yeah, but.
3: I don't know, man. I don't know if you saw that thing on Twitter about what he's been eating. He's, he was... Telling his teammates about eating like Oreos and like orange juice and like something and jelly, like he just eats some weird stuff. So that guy, I don't know, man. He's a little bit of a weirdo when it comes to eating some food, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just again, I don't like spinning that bulls roulette. All right,
2: yeah. So, how about the piston side? For me, I'm gonna tell you right now. I like Bradley. I like Ish Smith. Uh, and I don't mind some
3: drumming as we talked
2: about, but for me, it's going to be Bradley and Ish Smith.
3: Yeah, uh, Ish Smith definitely think he's a fine play. Price is a little expensive though, so I worry about that. And I, I think I'd rather play Dimwitty at the same price. So I don't know. And, and there's other like value guards, right? I talked about, like I talked about, right? I talked about uh, Van Vliet, So I don't know. Not, not as big on Ish, but I get it, uh, especially because he's to be probably against Chris Dunn, who's a pretty solid defender. Them too, though that's going to be good for them for sure. Avery Bradley, I think he's a fine play. Uh, again, if, if people are going to be on him though in tournaments, I'm definitely not going to want to be all over him because of what Avery Bradley can do with the wide range of outcomes, but it's a good spot for him for sure. I, I like Tobias Harris a lot, though. I think this could be a pretty good spot for him, just uh, you know, his upside that he can have. Uh, I think he's a good forward option, uh, but I don't, again, I don't know, it, it's tough. Uh, the Pistons side of the ball is one that I want to get exposure to, but I'm having trouble kind of pinpointing where I want to go, but it's definitely somewhere I want to go because the bulls are playing at a faster tempo for sure. And if I'm playing Rolo, I kind of want to run it back for at least one piston. So I'm kind of, uh, you know, keep going back and forth with what I want to do with them. But I think those like four key stars are the guys you want to look at. And then uh, that's about it. Like you don't want to mess around with any of those bench guys on the uh, pistons.
2: No, absolutely not for sure. I could agree with that. Um, yeah. Anyone else here you want to mention or should we move on to the last game?
3: Now it's to the last
2: game. Alright, last game of the night we got the Denver Nuggets in San Antonio against the Spurs. Nice down pace game here for the Nuggets. Two oh six and a half is the game total. And San Antonio is a seven-point favorite. So um this is, you know, an interesting spot here because you know, Denver, you know, last night neither team broke a hundred in that game, and now they're in another slow pace game, so it kind of affects these guys when they're not in these shootout types of games, you know, like when Denver has to slow down, they get very sloppy and uh, it's just not, they're not fun to watch and they're not great um, for DFS purposes when they're slowed down like this. So, uh, you know, I don't think, I think since they're in San Antonio, I don't think that the Spurs get paced up. I think Denver gets paced down. So for that reason, uh, it's going to make it difficult for me to really play any of these guys, but I don't know. Maybe you could uh, make me a little more optimistic here, Travis. What do you think?
3: No, I mean I'm not really optimistic about this game. Uh, it's it's whatever. I think the nice thing is is like we don't want to, you know, we don't want to play a ton of nuggets. But Gary Harris is uh, his status is uncertain because of a personal reason. So that's obviously going to give us exposure. We want to Will Barton. He's going to be in consideration. Jamal Murray's going to be in consideration. Uh, I think I'll end up staying away from Jokic, but I understand he's Joker always has upside. So uh, I don't know. It's tough uh, that that Gary Harris is probably going to put me on to Will Barton uh, or like a Jamal Murray. I think there's a lot of upside there with those guys, but again, it's not an easy matchup. So don't love the nugget side of the ball. I think Trey Lyles too. He can get a little bit of a usage bump too. If uh, Gary Harris is out and gets, get a little more minutes sliding in at the three. Uh, Cause Barton will have to slide over to two and they won't be able to run those two together. But other than that, I mean, uh, it's, it's not my favorite game, right? It's not, not a game I'm looking to load up on. I think uh, you can pick a pick, pick a spot here and there, but don't, don't like game stack this one up. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. This is definitely not the definitely not the game stack uh, situation for us here. Um, yeah. So, uh, anything else you want to cover in this game, or uh, should we move on to the lock and load segment?
3: Uh, no, we'll talk about the Spurs a little bit, right? Like uh, again, this is not like a you know the Nuggets are not playing at this like crazy pace that people saw last year. So, I'm not expecting this to be like a huge pace up game for the Spurs. Uh, Lamarcus just price a little pricey for me. I'm gonna pass. It's just too priced up don't think it's necessary. I think Pau Gasol is a fine play. Cause uh, I'm sure they're going to need him a lot. And uh, even if Kawhi's back, I think Pau's a fine play. Wouldn't mind playing him here for sure. Don't, don't hate him as a, as a play. And then, uh, I don't know. It's like tough. What do I want to do with the Spurs side? Uh, there just doesn't seem like much to play. Uh, I mean, Murray, if we know he's going to be a, uh, you know, one of those like good value plays with all the guys possibly being out, but kind of wait for that news. Uh, he could obviously be someone that pops that you want to play. But again, I don't know. Not a lot of Spurs exposure for me. I, I doubt I'm going to put one of them on my teams. But if I did, it's probably like Murray if the injuries all fall correctly.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's probably about it too for me. Um, like I want to like Wilson Chandler just because of how – shallow the small forward position is on the sleep I, I don't know if i could bring myself to to click them you know
3: yeah no uh wilson chandler just that, that guy's been frustrating and this is not a good matchup for him so yeah no no wilson chandler for me here i know the minutes have been nice and consistent but just reading the game logs josh 18.5 20.8 24.5 9.2 6.4 36.4 12 60.5 just all over the place, man. I don't know. I just don't, I think there's better small forward plays that I can play instead. Like I can play Kyle Anderson. Who's like, you know, a super safe, cheap option or something. I could play him. Uh, and obviously Kawhi news is going to be important too. So we have to wait on that. That could obviously change some things too.
2: Yeah, for sure. All right. So that's it. We covered the four games for you. We're going to move on to our lock and load segment of the slate lock and load brought to you by the rotor grinders lineup builder. Um, Basically, when you click the lock on a player, you get 100% exposure to that player. So we're going to talk about who we would like to click the lock button on for this slate. Travis, kick us off here. Who's your lock and load play of the slate?
3: Oh, man. So, yeah, by the way, we got news. Kyle Lowry is unlikely to play. So that is is the word on the street. So, uh, you know, basically, uh, you know, expect that. He's not going to play, and that's kind of how we're going to do our lineup. So... Yeah, I think that they're, uh, you know, a lot of those Raptors are really good plays now, uh, for sure. Definitely guys you want to get exposure to, but uh, thinking more and more about it, who's my lock and load play going to be? And I actually think I'm going to go with this guy, mainly because he's cheap, right? I'm going to say this he's not going to get you, you know, a probably like a 33 point fantasy game. He's not but he's really cheap he's 4600 on on uh, on FanDuel he's 5k i believe on DraftKings don't have that up in front of me but uh, it's Damari Carroll I just like, I like targeting, you know, forwards, uh, especially small forwards. I mean, the, they're not getting killed the wizards like they were, but they're still struggling against small forwards. And I like doing that. And Demari Carroll is a guy that, you know, coming back off an injury and whatnot, he's going to get you a safe amount of, you know, safe points there. I just like him for a solid 25 to 30 points. It feels like it's pretty guaranteed here in this spot. So at 4,600 on Fanduel, I mean, what, what. Like, how could you do wrong, right? That just seems so perfect. And I'm going to call uh, lock and load. He's on the winning team. Uh, he'll just be a nice, good value play on this slate. And it'll help you get in those those other studs. Help me jam in Steph Curry as long as he plays. Hopefully, he's a guy that I might lock to. So, uh, yeah, definitely think Damari Carroll is my guy.
2: All right. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, for me, <laughs> I might go a little, a little, little, uh, a little safer than... That, so to speak, but um, Serge Ibaka coming back from suspension, uh, in a matchup where his team's probably going to have to go small. And now, um, you know, we got news that uh, that Lowry is out. There should be more usage, or most likely out, sorry. Don't want to put the wrong information out there that he's unlikely to play. If Lowry is definitely out, then, um, you know, Abaka should get more usage. But I uh, really like him in, the, in this spot um, against the Golden State Warriors. So Abaka is going to be my lock and load play on the slate as a re- at a reasonable price and uh, just kind of build around. So he, he'll be in my core for sure. Um, so that's it. We covered the slate for you guys. As I mentioned, January 28th is the weekend. We will be back doing the full weekend of the Weekend Grime. So for now, hope you guys enjoy the games. Enjoy your football today, too. And we will see you guys next weekend. For my co-host Travis Mangold, I'm Josh Giant. Peace out, Grinders. If
1: you stay will burn you. did it alone. I said I did it Even though I was on my own I still landed in my zone Back then I was always on the road Back then I would never answer phones Back then I would never answer texts Get checks, yeah, never I was broke No more Corbellas, all Patron Every single bottle frozen cold Running this town like Al Capone Living in the clouds like I'm a drone My goodness, look at how it's grown Nowadays he's never even home He's probably whipping that fancy car Somewhere, back then he never drove Trust me, I used to trust nobody. I used to trust. Tell me a thing that you've done for me lately Used to have beef, but now it's all gravy Rinse and repeat, lifestyle crazy Got no complaining, stayed in my lane And this is the way that karma has paid me I got it, I'm wavy No way to replace me One of a kind, the grind is in line This money is mine for the taking Speakers are shaking Dreams are awake One of a kind, the grind is in line This summer is mine for the taking uh, Only trust the fan. I only trust the fan. Nowadays you say the wrong sh** It all ends up on Instagram Everybody wanna be Known for something And that's probably The path that leads to their own destruction And I don't know instructions I don't know the rules Instead of self combusting I just keep it cool So the lesson is Or the message is be somebody who got to trust nobody no i used to trust nobody trust nobody i used to trust nobody yeah trust nobody i used to trust